Hello, hello, this is Connor, and it seems like there are far too many happily coupled folks out there, and that's why this podcast hasn't really lit up the world. So instead, this week I'm pivoting to create special content for the most miserable slice of the relationship pie, the poor daters of this world. Welcome to Hacking Love. stage as much as you might think you're dating individuals i really think you're basically just dating yourself and that's why i think like the most important thing to remember when you are dating is really how are you feeling like what how is this experience for you i know that in, in the past um get a comfortable seat I know that in the past, uh, I had such low self-esteem that I would date in an effort to boost my relationship with myself. You know, I would date people who I thought would make me look better, who would paper over the cracks of my self-hate and my loathing and my low value. You know, like I constantly, you know, I, I, would, I would date someone who was healthy because I thought it would be somehow a way of distracting from my um, alcoholism and drug problems and my toxic relationship with myself. Or uh, the other side of that, I would date someone who was incredibly unhealthy and manic and chaotic and dramatic. And then in that way, I kind of thought, oh, there'll be a smokescreen. Nobody will notice how shitty my life is. So we got to just be really careful about dating. I think there is so much for us to learn about ourselves there. And it's a particularly fertile playground. You know what I think? I think I think my generation 
I think probably my parents' generation, though they didn't admit it so readily, we, and, and definitely the generation on the come up. You know, we're all just too sensitive now. This is the level of evolution that we're at. We've, we're reaching levels of sensitivity where it is just impossible to have a relationship that isn't heart-centered. We, maybe in the past it was easier to make these head decisions, to choose to stay with someone for head-based reasons, like they make sense, they look good on paper, the girls in school will think I've made it because I'm now with a doctor. You know, all these kind of ideas where we would use other people as a kind of a status prop. People do the same thing with dogs, don't they? You know, you get a dog and then when I go, this will suddenly make me adorable. I have certainly fallen for that trick where I've gone out with people and I thought, oh, well, they have a dog, so they must be sweet. Um, and then I realized the dog just wanted to spend all the time with me because the person was chaotic and not present and stressed out and not really that sweet not really that nice um have i had it the other way where my dogs have wanted no no of course not my dogs have always loved me but anyway there's there's um there's a few things that i think are really important when you're dating and i've made them into a little list to make it easier for me and to make it easier for you number one is that it's all about you like dating is basically an opportunity to explore your sense of worthiness and to look at your value you notice it already like i think you notice it if you're on a dating app for example where you are selecting people who you think are of your similar worth to you this idea of like they're in my league i think that's so ridiculous it's so limiting it's so bullshit and it's so kind of evidential evidential is that um, if i've made that up then it's my word it's so evidential of um how we did dating in the past. Our dating was a kind of uh, a way to boost your status, a way to get ahead in life. Very much, again, this is the old head side of things, right? But we're now in the heart side. We're moving into this like a heart-centered way of being. So that's not how we want to date anymore. We want to remember that it's all about you. You're worthy. And whatever comes back to you, um is absolutely fine, you know? Um, so as you are kind of beginning to, to date and as you are beginning to sort of spend time with people and, and, you, and automatically these judgments come online, we start to say what we think of them and how they reflect on us. And it creates this ridiculous whirlwind of a narrative. Imagine going to the supermarket with the same ideas that we have when we go on dates. Imagine going to the supermarket and you're looking at broccoli and thinking, oh, well, uh, that, I, I wonder, I wonder, will that broccoli like me? Or, or you're in the, the fruit and veg section, you know, and we, that's where you would have got the broccoli. But, and, you, and you're getting apples because you want people to see you're a good person with the apples in your trolley. You know what I mean? You're trying to like make this sort of, a gesture you're, you're not being real or maybe you're kind of you know when all you want is to just go and get like a rotisserie chicken but you think well what if 
what if like what if my mother saw me with this rotisserie chicken what would her judgment be imagine like we, we went to the supermarket like this i i think i've actually been like that in the supermarket i think i've filled up my trolley with the fear of running into someone i knew and i didn't want them to see that i had a half of my trolley was full of biscuits and chocolate bars but this is the thing right we're kind of it's all about you it's all about your relationship with yourself and if you're making these decisions based on how other people are going to see you then ultimately you're going to be miserable you know you know when you meet someone and they've just broken up with their partner and they reflect this thing back to you and the, the thing that they reflect back to you is just so evidential again of how we get dating wrong and the thing that they reflect back is this like i knew i knew right from the start i knew 10 years ago i knew the first time that they walked into the room i knew when we walked down the aisle and that knowing is a heart knowing that knowing is the instinct and then we make the head decision that oh i should stay with that person so number one it's all about you it's all about your worthiness. Don't be making head decisions. Just follow your heart. Number two, we're, we're reinventing love. That's the nuts and bolts of it. We're reinventing love. You make your own rules. I have my own rules, you know. If I'm feeling something, I won't hide it. I'll speak out. I won't risk, like, upsetting someone or potentially getting into conflict. Even early on, in an early date, um, I'll say it. And And this has kind of, like... This has been really good for me because immediately it shows you the person who I am. And I noticed that I don't go into this adaptation thing, which has been a bit of a bone of contention for me my whole life. That I over adapt. So what I find is that, um, yeah, I have my own rules. If uh, I, I'll be very clear about the space that I need. I'll be very clear about the closeness that I need to. And I will, you know, there'll be a certain amount of shame. There might even be a little bit of guilt. There might even be a bit of me where I go like, oh, fuck. Am I going to get rejected here? But this is really important. It's really, really important that you just set your own rules here. That you don't engage in this world of dating with the idea that there's like 10 steps to get a person. Or these things that you have to do or the ways that you have to behave it's not a performance it's really about being 100 percent authentically you doing it your own way because this this is we're reinventing the relationship the relationship of our parents the relationship of our grandparents we don't necessarily need it anymore it doesn't work we don't need these transactional kind of safe spaces anymore Right now, the purpose of the relationship is to knock all the edges off of our personality. The purpose of the relationship is for you to finally recognize how empowered you are. That's it. The purpose of the relationship in the past was to like keep you safe from wolves. Uh, it's not, that's not the case anymore. And this is where it's really important that we... This is where I can segue very nicely into rule number three. Just as I've told you that there are no rules, I'm going to tell you rule number three we're not rejecting each other don't look on it as rejecting it's really just about finding alignment we all we are is like we're, we're vibratory beings that's all we are 
and who we vibrate with is it, really just a matter of chance. I know myself, I don't vibrate incredibly well with at least 99% of people. That doesn't mean that I don't like people, but it just means that if I am in a position where I have to spend a lot of time with someone who I don't vibrate really that well with, I'm just, I'm going to notice my energy draining. Um, I'm an introvert. I need to spend a lot of time on my own. And that's because I recognize that my vibration is kind of like a bit sensitive, a bit grumpy, you know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I feel like I'm a bit of a, a unicorn, a bit of a rare species and uh, not everyone's for me. And, and that's fine. Um, and this is so important when you're dating. It's not about wanting everyone to like you. It's about finding the people who vibrate at your frequency. And I have a suspicion that if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably one of the sensitive ones who basically finding that person who vibrates at your level is finding the other unicorn in the field. Um, so it's don't look on it as rejection. Just look on it as, again, I wasn't aligned with this person. Um, I know my therapist, Jesus, when I would go to him with the tattered pieces of my broken heart week in, week out, and he would always reflect back to me, Connor, and he would say, Connor, you just, you just weren't made for each other. This is good. It's great you know this. It's important you found that out. And this is the truth. We don't want everyone to like us. That's fucked. Why would everyone like us? We're really out here trying to find our tribe. The only people who want everyone to like us, like them, are politicians. Politicians are freaks. Number four, and this is important, own where you're projecting. When you've met someone, you're in that early dating stage, you're just going to project so much onto them. You're going to project savior onto them. You're going to project hero onto them. You're going to project like, like this person will finally make me happy. This person is going to be my daddy. This person will be my mom. And it's so unfair to let your projections get the best of themselves. It's so unfair to let your projections run away in a person. Because basically what you're doing is you're making a decision of who that person is. You're putting them in a box. And then inevitably they're going to fail. You know, have you ever felt that when you're projecting, when someone is projecting on you? It's horrible. They're basically telling you, they're giving you like a set of rules on how to behave. They're basically, they're choreographing you. They're giving you these dance steps. You are this, and you do this, and you do this. And, the men, and then the minute you act autonomously, and the minute you go off the script that they've created for you, um, they get upset. And you're just there wondering, why is this person upset with me? I'm just doing me. So we've got to be careful about projecting, because it's unfair. We don't know the people. We don't know the person. And projecting is just creating a script that that person is invariably going to wander away from. Number five, and maybe this is the most important, don't forget your friendships. Your friendships are your safety when you're out there dating. The stronger your friendships, the better your chances of dating successfully. I really believe that, especially if you can develop ways of communicating deeply with your friendships. Like, can you get to a place where you can be super int intimate with your friends? Can you express them that you love them? Can you 
like risk conflict with your friends. Like, can you like really trust them? Can you trust that they're going to give you the right feedback and they're going to tell you things? They're going to say, hey, I think you weren't behaving very well there. Or I think you could do better here. I have friendships. I have amazing friendships with friends. And when I get on the phone to them and I'm complaining about something or ever or other, they'll stop me and they'll say, hey, Connor, can I challenge you on this? And I'll go, Ugh, okay, if you must. And they know me and they say, Connor, like you have a habit of doing this and you have a habit of doing this. Could it be that you're doing it again? And I go, oh, fuck's sake. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you. So develop your friendships. Develop your friendships to the point where those friendships can be devices for keeping you on track so that you don't lose the run of yourself. The deeper your friendships, the stronger your friendships, the more robust, the more comfortable you are in engaging in conflict with your friends. This doesn't mean that you're fighting with your friends anymore, but that you are brave enough and confident enough that you can have uncomfortable conversations with your friends. The, the more robust your friendships, the better your loving relationships will be. That's a fact. Um, yeah, that's it. Five things. It's all about you and your worthiness. Two, you're reinventing love so make up your own rules. Three, it's all about alignment. It's not about rejection. Four, own your projecting. You don't actually know this person. They're not your mum. They're not your dad. They're not your saviour. You're your saviour. And number five, don't forget your friendships. Really, don't forget your friendships. So that's it. My name is Connor. I'm a coach. I specialise in dreams. I help people discover their dreams and develop the courage to go for their dreams. My life's work is all about following my dreams. This podcast is all about my dreams. So this is what I'm teaching. I also have a course that I've created. It's called Hacking Love. And that course is basically the tools for understanding and harnessing the love in your own life. My website is meditatingwithconnor.com. I hope you enjoyed this. The music is from... Famousino. And uh, that's it. Thank you. I think you weren't behaving very well there. Or I think you could do better here. I have friendships. I have amazing friendships with friends. And when I get on the phone to them and I'm complaining about something or ever or other, they'll stop me and they'll say, hey, Connor, can I challenge you on this? And I'll go, oh, okay, if you must. And they know me and they say, Connor, like you have a habit of doing this and you have a habit of doing this. Could it be that you're doing it again? And I go, oh, fuck's sake. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Thank you. So develop your friendships. Develop your friendships to the point where those friendships can be devices for keeping you on track so that you don't lose the run of yourself. The deeper your friendships, the stronger your friendships, the more robust, the more comfortable you are in engaging in conflict with your friends. This doesn't mean that you're fighting with your friends anymore, but that you are brave enough and confident enough that you can have uncomfortable conversations with your friends. The, the more robust your friendships, the better your loving relationships will be. That's a fact. Um, yeah, that's it. Five things. It's all about you and your worthiness. Two, you're reinventing love. So make up your own rules. Three, it's all about alignment. It's not about rejection. Four, 
own your projecting. You don't actually know this person. They're not your mom. They're not your dad. They're not your savior. You're your savior. And number five, don't forget your friendships. Really don't forget your friendships. So that's it. My name is Connor. I'm a coach. I specialize in dreams. I help people discover their dreams and develop the courage to go for their dreams. My life's work is all about following my dreams. This podcast is all about my dreams. So this is what I'm teaching. I also have a course that I've created. It's called Hacking Love. And that course is basically the tools for understanding and harnessing the love in your own life. My website is meditatingwithconnor.com. I hope you enjoyed this. The music is from Famousino. And uh, that's it. Thank you.